Hey everyone, welcome to the Landlord Association podcast. I'm your host, George Gao. This is a podcast by the landlords and for the landlords in the greater Houston area. We'll discuss tips, strategies, techniques to help our listeners to be more educated and ultimately become more successful rental property owners and investors. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 5. Today we have Rich Drake. He's the CEO of Renters Warehouse Franchise in Houston, as well as an active investor. Rich and his team grew Renters Warehouse into one of the biggest property management companies for single-family residents in the Houston area. In this show, we'll talk about some of the new ideas and strategies for property owners, like how to increase your potential applicant pool by offering reduced initial payments and still be protected on your deposits, and also how to attract pet owners and not have to worry about recovering losses from your potential damages. Rich was gracious enough to come to the show despite two or three rescheduling on my part, so I really appreciate his time and patience. So without any further ado, here's my interview with Rich Drake. Hi Rich, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about, uh, I know you came to our meeting, but for those who couldn't join, tell us about how you got started in real estate and then kind of how that transitioned into uh, Renters Warehouse. Sure. Uh, I was in the military back in the early 90s and mid-90s. My now partner reached out to me about possibly uh, loaning him some money to do a flip, and I didn't know what a flip was. So we, I ended up doing the deal with him and we both made pretty good money, so I thought, well, heck, this is the easiest thing in the world. I'll just flip houses for a living when I get out of the military. So there it was. So started flipping houses back in 96, 97, done about 1,600 of them since then. And uh, about seven years ago, we were managing our own properties pretty poorly. Mm-hmm. We ran across uh, Renter's Warehouse. It's a franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had all the processes in place, all the systems in place, and not only do we manage our houses very well now, we're up to about, oh, I say 1,150 houses that we manage today. Uh, so you're talking, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of property. Right. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that certainly uh, came along. And when did you start Renters Warehouse in, in Houston? Uh, let's see. It was uh, 2013, I believe. July okay. of 2013. Yeah. yeah. I mean, back in... I mean, it was only five years ago, but the landscape was very different. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's difficult for a property manager now because the market is really hot. So you have a lot of owners wanting to sell their houses to get that quick buck, mm-hmm. which is not really what you want to do. You want to hold for the long haul and uh, build wealth. And most people look at rental property and they see a little bit of equity and they see a big paycheck and go buy a car or whatever they want to buy, a yeah. vacation and uh, you know they they shortchange themselves long term. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I think that's what we're trying to educate our members too is the you know the different benefits of real estate investing, not just the cash flow, but you know tax and all that. You know. Oh sure, I I really enjoyed meeting a lot of your members. They were sharper than the average group just because they they get it. They understand the financial benefit of holding things like this long term. You know, and you're putting a small percentage of the value down as your, as real cash. And that's big numbers appreciating every year. So your your cash on cash or your yield is is just huge right. compared to a stock market. If you could get, you know, just average rental yields in the stock market consistently, you'd be a billionaire because everybody'd want you to invest their money. Yeah. We we have the the luxury of being able to put you know twenty percent down or less, right, and then multiply our our uh, appreciation by five or more. Right, right. So. And that's where people are saying, you know, hey. 
you know, now I get it, numbers make sense, but then they don't want to do a day-to-day <coughs> management, right? They don't want to get into it, getting tenants call them, they don't want to fix toilets. Um, that's where property management, like renters warehouse come in, right? And then um, do you guys take them, take the soup to nuts? Do you do leasing? Sure. Yeah, so we, we do everything. So if it's uh, a vacant house, we can absolutely help get it leased. We, we own a technology called Rent Feeder, so we're able to list a house on 230 websites. Yeah. And when you can do that, you get a lot of eyeballs on the house. So we rent houses very quickly. Uh, we've screened tens of thousands of tenants, so we know what to look for. We know the pitfalls. We know the tricks. Yeah. You know, and I, I do a whole talk just on how to screen tenants, and it, it's pretty interesting all the little little okay. things they do to trick you into renting to somebody who shouldn't be rented to. So if you're a you know a corporate refugee, we call them. If you got a if you got a day job and you're good at it and you're making good money, don't quit your day job. Stay yeah. stay put. Invest in some long term rentals. Don't worry about the cash flow and those things. Let those things just sit out and appreciate. And uh, I can almost guarantee it's going to outperform any four hundred one k or IRA you got. Yeah, I mean people worry about the you know the you know thousand dollars or ten percent whatever you pay to the property management, but sometimes they pay you back. You know, if you can get a long, yeah, nice yeah, long-term yeah. tenant, sure, um, it's not just you can't just look at it as a cost, but really it's part of doing business, and you get the benefit of somebody who's a professional coming in and helping you manage uh-huh. the properties versus you, you know, taking time out your day job to go run errands and open or making showing making mistakes that you shouldn't right. make. Um, I, we took over some properties from a lifestyles client, okay, uh, big lifestyles and then limited. They had I don't know twenty eight, thirty houses, something like that. Single single family, single families, yeah. and. Uh, they were doing an okay job, uh, but what they were doing is they had built a relationship with a lot of the tenants, and they were yeah. letting them slide on things mm-hmm. and letting this slide. And so we prepared them for a little short-term pain, and we turned over about half their tenants over about five-year period, and um, got their rents up to where they were. They had a lot of them on month-to-month, two hundred dollars below market. So today, you know, they'll have out of those twenty-eight, they'll have one, one and a half vacancies at any given time and yeah. the rents are several hundred dollars more than they were and uh, you know including paying us they're netting significantly more right right and they were a good operator they just weren't that's not their full-time focus like yeah. you said if you're dealing with kids and dealing with school and dealing with baseball or what have you all the different classes kids take and family time you just can't give it the right amount of attention and you don't know the law like somebody that does it every day right and part of the problem is you get like you said you get to know the tenants and you don't want to raise their rents and you know that becomes a habit you train them not to increase the rent and then yeah and they they train you to be their friend exactly that way you don't want to you don't want to upset them and you're afraid they'll leave so you don't raise it but you know we we have a, a technique to do that where we raise the rent pretty much every year okay yeah and then typically it's all 12 months leases? That you yeah, get? we'll try to get a longer lease if possible. Okay. Um, you know, as you remember, turnover is your enemy. Yeah. So if we can get someone to lock into a two or three year lease, man, you yeah. know, the odds of them renewing the lease are even higher now. Uh, if they have pets, the odds of them renewing are higher. Yeah. Uh, people are afraid of pets, but, you know, we have a guarantee against pets. That's one of our differentiators, we say. Uh, one of the reasons why you would go with us versus someone else is we have a $1,500 guarantee. If pet does damage to the house, we'll pay for it. Okay. Uh, but that way, you know, you're feeling a little safer having a pet in the house, but we know we're doing the right thing for you because in the long run, 
pet owners stay longer and pay more. Right, right. And also saw that you have a, a six-month tenant warranty too. So yes, sir. So we, we warranty all tenants that we place yeah. for six months. Now, if we manage the house as well, so sometimes some people just want us to place tenants. So that's yeah. a six-month. Uh, longer leases extend that warranty and if we're managing it. So, you know, one-year lease that we're managing is nine months. A three-year lease is 18 months. So we'll guarantee that tenant if they move out for any reason, we'll find you a new tenant for free. Right. And then we have another product. We just partnered with an insurance company. Uh, it's a Fortune 100 company. And they um, they have uh, tenant default insurance. Uh -huh. So if the tenant doesn't pay their rent, owner's covered. Uh, pretty much for any reason. So you could get from two to up to six months of that, depending on which, which program you enroll in. We have some premium management programs that include that rent default and wow. that's, it's a great that's deal. pretty new product yeah it's a. Wow. Uh, I mean you can't get that now just any property manager no most people don't have it we have the exclusive right. deal in Houston and then the second part of that is they won't deal with individuals yeah. they want to deal with a pro professional property manager because they know we understand how to underwrite they know we understand how to handle a tenant and make sure that if there's a chance to get it, get them back on track we can do it yeah and is the premium based on like the number of properties or the or the, or the rent uh, for that property? So the premium is is uh, included in our what we call platinum and white glove programs. So we have some upgraded management programs that include some other other benefits, more of a white glove type uh, service. Yeah. And the premium is just included in that. Oh, okay. Wow. So if your if your house is more valuable or something, it might cost a couple bucks more or a couple bucks less, but we just we just cover it. Right. Wow. That's uh, definitely a differentiator uh, when you sure. go out and shop around uh, different property. And I know we always recommend people shop around, look around. Oh yeah. You know, what people offers, and I mean you can tell where uh, that's a really uh, value add for somebody, especially who new to the you know the business. And yeah, for somebody who has a full time job and has some pretty pretty nice properties that they want to really take care of. You know, our platinum program is pretty nice. It's, I think, $169 a month. And it, it includes the rent default for two months, several other benefits that are great. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's something to definitely check out uh, on the website. I know uh, I was on the website earlier and had a lot of good F, you know, F, uh, frequently asked questions sections and mm -hmm. uh, definitely worth spending some time sure. on. And just educating yourself on the on the property management in general. Mm -hmm. I think even if you don't go with rental warehouse, and that's a good place to just uh, gather some information and see what you don't sure. know. I mean, yeah, and we, we talk all the time. You know, our big event is coming up Wednesday right. at the Republic Country Club in Stafford, and we educate people on how to do things related to rental property. And it seems counterintuitive uh, to teach somebody what you're doing but what happens is they start doing it themselves and they go, man, this is a, I don't like this. <laughs> this is rough. Right. Um, we call ourselves the lost luggage counter because everybody, tenant, landlord, anybody that calls us, it's because they got a problem that needs fixing. Right. So we're able to help people. You know, that's what we try to teach our folks. Every time the phone rings, it's an opportunity to help somebody. Yeah. It's not, don't look at it as a negative because it's not going to be good news when they ring, when the phone rings. It's going to be something. You know, we just, help them fix it right and it's really value that comes in uh speaking of the wednesday event who's speaking this uh this wednesday oh you might not want to come this time it's old eddie gant speaking from jet lending so okay he's he's a long-term friend of mine uh, great guy great speaker i'm not sure what the topic is but i tell you what you don't want to miss eddie he's he's very dynamic he knows a lot he's still in the trenches today he's still the buyer for his company he buys every house himself Okay. So he's on the road after nearly 20 years. He's on the road every day going on buy appointments, buying houses. Right. So for those who don't know what jet lending is, um, 
who are they and why did you choose to partnership with the Jet Yeah, Air? so they're a hard money lender. Okay. So they do a lot of short-term loans for investors to buy, fix, and sell or buy and then flip into a rental. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a one-time close product that's pretty neat where you can go straight to a rental, rental loan from mm -hmm. hard money. Uh, and they're just honest folks. You know, that's why we partner with them. One is share some of this cost, right? Right. When we have free beer and free food, you better bring your checkbook. So, yeah. you know, Jed helps pay for it. And uh, we have a great venue, great setup, great sound system. We always provide a lot of good technical knowledge. So if you're a rookie, it's great. We have 30 some odd vendors at the event that, you know, from title companies to attorneys to floor people, AC, plumbers, you name it. Yeah. And so you make a lot of good contacts and you may or may not ever use them or may not need that service. We got foundation inspection company, yeah. separate than a foundation company. So mm -hmm. they can see if you really don't do or don't need foundation work. Right. Yeah. So there's just so many different assets there, you know, tools for the people to use that they're able to learn and learn and network. You know, we're inside talking and sometimes there's a lot of people outside that don't care to hear the technical knowledge, right. but they certainly do network, and there's a lot of houses trade hands in that in those meetings. Right. Yeah, and I can also attest with the good food. Uh, oh, the food's great. Yeah. I think last time I went to Crawfish, Crawfish Bash, and it was, uh, it was excellent. Yeah, we're having tacos this time, so they're uh, Dr. Pepper Street tacos. They're oh. fantastic. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, and also, you know, I think when I went last time, I met... Um, couple of um, uh, rehabbers and also a couple uh, you know, fellow investors who are really kind of just uh, interested in partnering. Interested oh, yeah. You can get you know more views on who's done uh, flooded houses and what they've done recently and mm -hmm. what kind of deals they're doing. And yep. it's a, just an invaluable opportunity to just network with uh, Sure. With and, and if you have a topic that you really have a question on, we, we always take technical topics at the end of the night. So we'll have three or four topics we'll go through and people have some really good questions sometimes and we'll answer them best we can. But yeah, you, we've nearly seen everything yeah. you know, after all these years. So it's it's usually pretty easy for us to, to answer most questions. Or if not, we're we're, we're finding somebody in the room that will know the answer. <laughs> so. Good. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, I think we just had a lot of rain coming through the uh, Houston area. I think we're expecting more rains. I mean, the hurricane season is coming up. What do, you, what do you tell homeowners who just who might have went through Harvey and mm -hmm. you know, had their property effect, effect? I'm not sure how many. Property oh yes, yeah. we had affected. a lot. Okay. Yeah, Harvey was rough. Um, we had a lot of houses that were flooded, and we had I, I don't know seven or eight people up here on a Saturday, and we forwarded all of our lines to one line. We forwarded all of our uh, emails to one email account, so mm -hmm. we just dumped all in one account, and you just grab an email and take it and answer it. And so we're letting owners know your house is okay, your house is not okay. Mm -hmm. We're calling tenants that we hadn't heard from. Hey, are you guys okay? Um, we were we made owners sign releases of, of lease, you know, because mutual terminations. Because if the house is flooded, you can't make them stay. Let's get them their deposit back and let them right. find somewhere to live, right. uh, and do the right thing for people, right? Uh, so we actually partnered with another property management company. We were cross listing our properties on each other's sites just so okay. people could find something as fast as possible, right? Um, but nowadays, if you have a house that's at risk of being flooded and it's not in a flood zone, flood insurance is cheap, and they yeah. pay way too much, you know, <laughs> insurance rates. So, you know, you can usually do okay on the on the uh, repairs if you if you know how to rehab houses. Right. So we we're not afraid of that. Uh, you got to look at a flood zone though, and flood insurance is going to affect your yield. So right. So you got to put that in your calculation. See if that's something you're willing to do, and if you're buying it right enough to make that make sense. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I think, um, you know, I think a couple parties I had was only like four or 500 bucks uh, a year if you're, if yeah. it's not in the flood zone. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's yeah, definitely, sometimes even less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely something to check out, especially, uh, you know, <laughs> with the kind of weather systems we've been having the uh, last couple of years. Sure have. I mean, it's, you know, usually a, the, the flood will come and then, then enough time will go by where everyone forgets about it. And now they're hitting two or three in a row in, in just a couple of years. And it's, it's been tough. It adds up. That's, that's no doubt. Um, what kind of software does uh, Rental Warehouse use for? Like, do you guys use like one like homegrown system for everything from like mm-hmm. repair and maintenance and collections? Or do you guys use different type of software like CRM? Yeah, we use specialized software depending okay. on what part of the business we're in. And I know your next question is probably how do you handle uh, customer service when you have multiple types of software and multiple topics to cover. So we have what we call a squad structure where you would be on a team. Mm -hmm. So you would have the green team as your team. So you have a property management executive who is the supervisor. They'll deal a little bit with the owner, but mostly supervising. Mm -hmm. And then we have a property manager that deals with the owner and a property manager associate that deals with the tenant for the most part. They Mm -hmm. handle all aspects. With the exception of the, the detailed accounting part, the real accounting, which we have a finance department for that. Other than that, they, they handle maintenance, they handle renewals. We use Appfolio, which is a very uh, large company. They're a public company. They have great uh, property management software. Mm. Everything is cloud-based. Everything's automated. They get The charges always get on their account. Yeah. We automatically can send out ACH to our owners you know, to get their money as quickly as possible. We use a system called Fast Funds for that. And, uh, you know, for property, we use property milled for maintenance, which is just a specialized maintenance software. It's the best, best on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, so we use quite a bit, you know, we're Google enterprise. So we're all on uh, Gmail. Renner's Warehouse email is actually a Gmail account, Google drive, you know, office suite, you know, for word and Excel and stuff like that. So yeah. you know, we use quite a few, we use about 18 pieces of software. Wow. That's definitely a lot of integrations and work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they all talk to each other nowadays, so it's it's nice. Right, it really helps. Uh, speaking of technology, uh, I mean, there's always new apps, I and mean, especially nowadays, there's mm-hmm. mobile apps, there's uh, cameras and smart uh, like uh, things you can put on iPad. Um, do you guys use like you know when somebody do a walkthrough on the on the when they're moving in or moving out? Mm-hmm. Do you guys do, all capture that on like? Uh, we do we actually do it, we do it on video okay so most people do photographs we do a video uh, we do it the same way every time so that way when they move out we do a split screen and put one on one one window one on the other mm-hmm. and we follow around you know you got to stop one to catch up here and there because it's not going to be exactly yeah but we're able to see the differences in the house yeah. move in and move out very effectively we can grab a screenshot out of it if we need to right um, but yeah we use that quite a bit we just rolled out our electronic lock boxes for showings so mm-hmm. you know people say oh i'm scared you're gonna put a let a tenant see my house with nobody home <laughs> well it's much easier to walk around the back door and break a small window than it is to give up your id and schedule an appointment and we know you're there to yeah. steal something they're just not just doesn't happen yeah so we're able to you know tenant is uh pulled up in front of the house they see the yard sign they call the agent the agent's across town uh, meeting with an owner yeah. about a new listing and they can just give them a one hour code to get in the lockbox, take a look at the house and we were in houses across town all the time. So again, it lowers our marketing time. So that's something we just, just implemented. We just had a training on it this morning for our agents, you know, to just make sure they understand the full process. Yeah. 
That's great how you guys are embrace new technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they, they say intelligence now is the ability to learn, unlearn, and relearn. It has <laughs> nothing to do with you know anything else. So literacy, I guess, is a really worse. It doesn't have anything to do with reading. It's willing to learn and unlearn yeah. and learn I mean, again. things you learn in high school or college is almost yeah. I mean, irrelevant at this point in the speed. The, the well, look at all the jobs that are out there today that didn't exist when you were in college. Right, yeah. And who, had, who has a paper boy, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I did that when I was in high school. But uh, or, um, so <laughs> I think you know, I, just going back to the technology point, I think not only it helps uh, you guys lower the marketing costs, but also I think it gets more people through the houses too. Sure, um, you get more people yeah. through the house who rent the house faster to a higher quality person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now think about this too is something that we didn't know we didn't know was going to happen, but once you once it happens, you realize it. You're getting a better quality renter. They're tech savvy. They're halfway smart people. Right. You know, the smarter a person is, the better they handle their affairs. So we, we get better quality tenants through through this part this as well. Yeah. I mean we didn't see it coming, but it is it's an interesting thing to observe. Yeah, no, I think um, you want you want somebody educated about the process, educated about the product, know what they're going into, and uh, they probably tend to stay longer too, knowing you know, if somebody mm-hmm. doesn't know what they're walking into and just, you know. And they're not calling you wanting you to put in a maintenance request for them because they don't have email. Right. They yeah. don't know how to operate a computer. Yeah. yeah and just... it gets in trouble later too. I mean, the longer the delay maintenance request, the mm-hmm. longer, you know, yep. whether it's wire damage or roof damage, it's mm-hmm. longer it sits there and it yeah. costs you the more money later down. down we do down. everything. On, we don't even have file cabinets. We have a couple in a, in a storage room that has office supplies in them. But we don't, everything's soft copy here. Right. So what, what, what happened to the tenants who are more technically challenged, um, who write checks or give you We cash? just have to help them out. You yeah. know, we have, we have some of our tenants that have been around for 20 years and some of our houses that don't have smartphones, they don't have computers. Yeah. They come to our offices, they have a little drop box, they <laughs> fill out an envelope and drop it in the drop box, you know. So we, we accommodate them, but... Uh, you know, for the most part, a high percentage of our tenants pay via ACH. Yeah. So we get electronic payment. We turn it around as fast as we can to the owner. All right. And how does the, op- the owner get on the 15th day? On the no, we pay daily okay. to the owner. So so f- on the first few days of the month, when we get start getting a lot of ACHs. Mm-hmm. It's about a two or three day soft settlement. So ACHs will settle in mm-hmm. a couple of days and then we'll send them out right then. So our software automatically holds it. And then once it clears the bank, then it goes out automatically. We, mm-hmm. we do an ACH to say, show me all available funds for owners, and it goes out. And then, you know, there is a risk with ACHs, just like a check, though, and they will bounce, you know, a few days later. So it's not very often. And so we send them out daily until about the 15th, and then we start doing it every couple of days because we're just not getting very much. I see. Yeah. I mean, I just heard somebody talking about this. I don't know if it was a newspaper article or something that – ACH really hasn't changed the last 10, 15 years. You would think, you know, with speed of everything, technology, you yeah. would, you know. Well, the problem is that the, this, the bank that it comes from doesn't have to verify the funds before you get the ACH. It's really dumb. Yeah. So you can get an ACH and there's no money in the account. <laughs> That's uh, it's amazing. It's really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Now with cash apps and all this little, you know, Zelle. Yeah. And, yeah, and we just, we just uh, integrated with a company out of New York where we have zero security deposit for tenants. So another way to rent houses faster is a tenant who sees the advantage of paying a small monthly fee to this company to guarantee the deposit. Mm. So we have a guarantee of the deposit from that company. They sign a billing authorization with that company, whereas if something happens, they can take it out of their account. Our owners are the owners love it. 
they, the money's say it, you know, the, the deposit doesn't right. exist, but if it, if there is damage, they get paid right away. And then that company, it's up to them to collect from the tenants, not us. Oh, so, so is that monthly fee they pay, the tenant paid to the? Yeah, they, they pay a small fee. It's not insurance. very much at all. Yeah. I can't believe how cheap it is. Yeah. And, um, they, they guarantee it, okay. but they get authorization on a credit card and a checking account. So they, they get paid right. most of the time. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty interesting product. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I, yeah, it's a neat idea. It it works. We had actually gotten very close to doing this in house and self insuring this deal, and when we found about this company, so not very much money to for them to do it, and uh, we don't take the risk now. Right, owner doesn't take any risk either, so we we love it. Yeah, it makes the houses rent faster. Yeah, that's definitely something that, you know people are thinking out of the box, and uh, you know doesn't ever. Now we have like sixteen hundred bucks to come out of the pocket on day one, mm-hmm. or they can just you know pay a little yep. bit every month. Which house are you going to rent? The one you have to put up two months or one month? Right. right. You got to put up one month to move in, plus deposit. They don't. A lot of people don't want or have that kind of money. That's why we did the uh, the pet uh, reimbursement, mm-hmm. pet guarantee. We're able to advertise the world no upfront pet fees or deposits. Okay. So we rent houses faster and more pet owners because they see that and they go, oh my gosh, this is great. They just pay us a small monthly fee to have no upfront pet fees or deposits, and then we take the risk on the house. The owner doesn't take any risk. Right. Yeah. Every. I think that's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Um, we we get people in faster. We get more houses occupied faster. Owner doesn't take risk. Yeah. I mean, that's all things that people should. If, if one doesn't know about rental warehouse, doesn't know about uh, product management, I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you don't do it for a living, it's not a great idea to try to do it unless you have a lot of experience because it's, there's, you know, fair housing is just a, you know, minefield. Right. Very yeah. dangerous. It's true. That's another solid separate. I do a whole pre- presentation <laughs> on, on fair housing as well. So We had to come back and visit you another time. Yeah. yeah. Come come out to the event. It'll be coming up pretty soon, I'm sure. Great. Yeah. And I know you go to a lot of conferences too. That's another mm-hmm. area where... You know, go to property management conferences and rental house conferences. I mean, that's things we really, you know, I learn a lot. Ideas. I learn a lot there, and I usually end up speaking about something. Uh, I'm speaking at the Quest IRA event coming up in the spring. Okay. Uh, the big, Is that here in Houston? The big three-day event. Okay. Yeah, it'll be in Houston, so uh, I'll be speaking at that. They yeah. Were, they've asked me to speak there. Quest is a great group. Uh, well, they call them Quest Trust Company now. That's right. But uh, they're right. You probably have some of your your. Uh, investors in your group that that use their IRAs for this and it's, you know it's a great idea right you, know, you can do Roth uh, through there too you can do Roth 401ks now so there's a lot of different ways to skin this cat so yeah to speak. absolutely uh, and then we had actually quest was our first episode in, in our oh, yeah. <laughs> we recorded very them nice. and yeah definitely a very uh, eye-opening yeah. uh, topic and a lot of non investors um, just I mean, they heard about it, but they don't understand how... And it's not a whole lot of money to do it. Right. Oh, yeah. And the advantages outweigh it by a ton. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. They make it very affordable and just makes all the sense in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, for somebody who has that kind of retirement account, they can utilize. Um, so, I heard a lot about Renter Warehouse. And uh, from what you told, you came to the meeting and you're in other parts of business too. Um, you know, home investors and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing home investors. You know, we, we buy ugly houses. Been doing that for 22 years. And 
we buy notes, sell notes, we do a lot of stuff. So just, I'm a little bit ADD, so <laughs> I have to change gears every once in a while and try something else. So yeah, I enjoy it. I mean, it's, with a, I guess, you know, with different, all the different things going on, um, do you kind of, how do you, how do you manage your time? That's one of the things that people always, you know, struggle with. How do they manage the time? And with so much going on in your business, how do you manage the time knowing that you have different parts of being to focus on? Do you mm-hmm. set part of the day or do you say Monday, yeah, Tuesday? Yeah, so we actually do, do an interesting thing. My, I have two partners, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Youngblood and Clyde Adams, and they run the, the home investors day to day. I run Renner's Warehouse. That way we can focus because you're right. If you try to do everything, you'll do it all poorly. So my day-to-day is only renter's warehouse. And we'll meet about once a week, talk about each other's problems, pitch in some ideas, mm-hmm. trade money if we need to, you know, right. that kind of stuff. <laughs> so um, I, it doesn't bother me to, to not see the day-to-day because I trust those guys. You know, they trust me. I don't, they don't look at my credit card bill and say, what is this, right? So, you know, if I was to do it again, I wouldn't own properties with partners, and they'll tell you the same thing mm-hmm. because you tend to, not stress out about the little stuff and let things go because it's not affecting you quite as bad as if it was just your house. Mm. So we're actually working on a plan to, to just split the houses up so we own the rental properties ourselves so we really pay more attention and, man, and you know, handle them better as owners. You know, oh, interesting. They're all managed through renters' warehouse anyway, but still, when when we have a problem, we're not as responsive as we should be to the to the management. Right. So. Good. Um, I know you said most of your renter warehouse um, are single families. Do do you do you also manage uh, like small multifamilies or sure. commercial small properties? up to about seventy units, okay. sixty seventy. And you know when you get up in there, you're, you're about ready for a uh, on-site manager. Yeah, we don't. Uh, that's not our wheelhouse. That's not what we specialize in. Anything that's off-site managed, you know, so forty, fifty units we do. Yeah. And we got a lot of ten and twenty stuff, you know, in the heights and such. Uh, people are holding for land value and such, so mm-hmm. and they, they they make good money on. Them. Yeah. yeah, are they priced differently in terms of management fees? Um, no, if you get to a certain volume, you get a little discount. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So it's how many units you have. Right, got it. Okay, um, yeah, I know when when you get to hundreds of units, you know people do uh, you know you can kind of negotiate. Uh, sure, when we get percentage. over four, they start with a discount of over four units. Gotcha. So, so four. Five yeah, and up, fifth. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, again, go to the Rental Warehouse website. Uh, they have a lot more information about how they pricing. Uh, and then... Yeah, all of our pricing is transparent. It's on the website. There's no, you know, there's no pull a rabbit out after the fact and trick you with a hidden charge. It's all there. Right. So. And it's a, and it's a, a large franchise, right? You get yeah. Their... So the website is very robust because it's a single website for the country. And then as you click on page, when you select Houston, then it goes to the to the data that goes with us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a very, very helpful. Our, you know, Renters Warehouse Facebook and Renters Warehouse Houston Facebook, great content. Uh, you should always follow that. There's always good pointers on how to handle things, what problems come up. Maybe it's, you know, not necessarily property management, just real estate related. There's always something good on there. Right. And that's also the portal that uh, property owners log in. You still log in to check in their accounts. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, we have a we have a, a portal for owners and portal for tenants, so they can log in and see see if the rent's paid, that kind of stuff. Right. That's great. Um, is there anything else before I wrap up? 
and go to the next segment. I'm yeah, no, well, I, I appreciate you coming out. I enjoy it. Uh, I enjoy talking to folks and getting out and about. And I'm looking forward to Wednesday. It should be a big crowd. We got a lot of RSVPs. Yeah. Um, How many people came out to the last event? We almost hit a thousand. Yeah. So the biggest one we ever had was 1170, and it was right after the hurricane. Everybody decided to be an investor <laughs> for about a month, right? Right. So they thought they were all going to be investors. But, you know, we get a lot of people that will come out for six months, a year, and not buy one house. And then they finally buy that first house, and they're like, huh, it's not so bad. And now, after all that time, they've got a lot of information they've gathered over the last six to 12 months. So it really helps them when those little issues come because this is not like television you know yeah on tv everything's oh, oh we got this one problem and we fix it yay we're so rich <laughs> it's always something yeah you know, it's not a romantic you know cool business it's tough it's dirty it's stinky and uh you just got to get out there and get it done that's right it's not a get rich quick scheme no it's uh no sir slowly uh no. you flip wealth. houses though you know that's a job yeah. You buy a house, fix oh. it up, and sell it. You just you're not a business owner. You're you're an employee of yourself. Self employed type deal, right? Right. When you stop flipping houses, you stop making money. But not with rentals. That's right. Um All right. You ready for the next segment? Sure. What you got? So I think one of the things along with, you know, time management is, you know, the kind of the softer skill set, you know. How do you keep yourself challenged and motivated? And you have a lot of things going on and, you know, what keeps you going every day? You know, I think it's just my personality. I don't have a choice really. Uh, I've got a list of about 70 different business ideas that I could start tomorrow. And, but what I have to force myself is to focus and do the one that I know how to do, right? And property management was six, seven years ago when we decided this is the next one we're going to do. Yeah. And uh, it's done well. We're, we're good at it. We rent houses well. If you try to do everything at once, you'll you'll do it poorly. Yeah. And I don't really have a motivation problem. I have a, I do have a time management issue when I think I want to do more than one thing or more than five things at once. So I really have to just narrow down my focus. And man, I enjoy I enjoy it. I I dream of sitting on a beach and and doing nothing, but I don't think it'll last very long. Yeah. You know, our personality, you know, the entrepreneurs, they don't sit still very long. So. Yeah, after six months of golf, you're just like ready to go back to it, work. It really isn't a, uh, I really don't believe there's a need to be, if, if you need to be motivated, you're probably not an entrepreneur anyway. So right. You probably should be working for somebody. Okay. This is getting a little detail, but how do you keep your daily tasks? Um, do you have a, like a notepad you write on about activities? So I use uh, Google Keep. Okay. Um, and I like it better than the t- Google Tasks because it's just easier. I'm just got used to it. And yep. then I use my email. I use the snooze function in Gmail a lot. Oh. So you just, if I read an email and I say, that's something I really need to take care of, but I don't care if I take care of it today. But I don't want to have to label the email and put it somewhere or mm-hmm. put it on a to-do list, right? Because a to-do list will just balloon. That's right. So I say, this is... I'm going to watch this little video. I might learn something from it, but I'm not going to get to it this week. I snooze next week, go. And it archives it, and next week it'll just pop up on my screen as a new email. It'll say snooze six days ago. Oh. I love snooze. So that's my to-do list is my email. Right. My inbox is my to-do list. Yeah. 
and then Google Keep comes right after that. Okay. So I go through, I get rid of every email. My inbox is empty. Yeah. It's, it's a great feeling because oh. I'm very, uh, what's the uh, OCD right. when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> so once my email is completely empty, then I go to my Google Keep and start hitting those. And then I have like a, usually have a top three that are important for that day. Because if you try to do too much, you won't do any of them. Yeah. So you can just have one or two, three things that you want to get done that day. Okay. Oh, that's a good tip. Um, speaking of things you want to do, do you ever envision yourself uh, expanding a different market, different city? Um, no. For Renters Where Us, I don't. Um, okay. We did that with a lending company and failed miserably. Hmm. Um, it's really hard because you don't know your market. Yeah. Uh, not to say that it can't be done. Yeah. I mean, of course it can. But you got to think about Houston. We're 7 million people. If we had 10,000 rental properties under management, we'd have less than a tenth of a percent right. of the property. So yeah. there's so much room to grow. Here. Room to grow. Why yeah. would you go to another city and try to manage two different locations, two different markets, two different advertising campaigns? It's, it's extra work when the market's here. Yeah. It's so big. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, I heard people have multiple property company management companies in different markets that just that is a lot of uh things let to them it. let them get distracted go <laughs> ahead it's just like you said like i said earlier it's just focus yeah you, know? you can't you can't be everywhere no do absolutely you can't do it all i don't do a whole lot of the day-to-day here i don't really have the advantage of having a great group of leaders that uh they take care of all the day-to-day i don't i don't know how many deals are in the hopper i don't know how many houses are listed um, we meet once a week for the leadership meeting, and we use uh, EOS, mm-hmm. which is a, there's a book called Traction that's fantastic, and it teaches you how to have, have the same meeting, the same time, mm-hmm. same you know agenda, and how to handle tasks, short term and long term tasks. Anyway, um, that's a good I, book. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. So I don't work on the day to day. I'm more of the big picture. Hey, let's. We're going to roll out this rent guarantee, right? So yeah. I'll work on that. You know, gotcha. That's the kind of stuff I do. Okay. Um, do you have any morning routines or? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I get up an hour earlier than I need to get up. So I go out. I have animals. So we'll go out and do what we call a walkabout. Because mm-hmm. I got to try to exercise a little bit. And that's one thing I learned from a very smart guy is never feel guilty about taking care of your body. You've got to. I mean, if you're taken away from work, you're taken away from family, it's still okay. Because if you don't, you're going to be gone and they're going to be missing you, right? So he said, never feel guilty. So we do a, we do about a 30, 45 minute walk because I got to get at least 10,000 steps a day. And uh, so I piddle around on my phone and then I have to have my iced tea in the morning. <laughs> and then I, I head this way. So I do a walkabout. Okay. We have goats. Good. So yeah. I would do a walkabout with the goats. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Any way you can get your exercise in is, yeah. is great. Uh, some people take cold showers and you know some people drink like, you know, coffees and teas mm-hmm. and we all have their... But I'm alone at that time, so I'm able to think about stuff. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, you get your best ideas when you're in the shower or driving, but they don't ever slow down long enough just to sit or just to, you know, wander. So I'll walk for 45 minutes and your mind kind of gets clear. You don't, you don't have distractions. Yeah. Except for goat chewing on your shoelaces <laughs> or something. Yeah. And just make sure you remember it when you come back. Well, that's why I have my phone in case I need yeah. it. So I pull up my list. I've got a to-do list, but I also got my crazy ideas list. Okay. 
All right, the next question is going to be really tough. Um, what do you do for fun? Travel. That's easy. Yeah. What's uh, What's the last place you were most fun? I was in Las Vegas last weekend. Okay. So my friend is a pretty big gambler, so we got the royal treatment, so it was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, what? Going Catching to the NBA games? On, on we watched the books. NBA games at yeah. the sports book. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, watched some hockey. The hockey games were going on as well. That's right. And the World Series of Poker is going on over yeah, there. Yeah, and that's why we went. My friend okay. played in a tournament, one of the satellite tournaments. Okay. And she did real well. Oh. Yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but um, it was, you yeah. know, it's a lot of fun. We, I spent a lot of time in the Caribbean. Yeah. Going to Belize, I think next month. Yeah. And then uh, Punta Cana, October. And I don't remember when we're going to Costa Rica, but that's coming up too. So I, yeah. I spend a lot of time at the beach. But I haven't, you know, technology. I can do 95% of what I can do sitting here in any place I want. Yeah. So you don't have to be present to take care of things. That's right. With technology and the connected world we live in. That's right. Even with property, property owners too, homeowners. I mean, nowadays you can... A large percent of our homeowners don't live in Houston. Right. A lot of California and a lot of people that are... You know, in the oil and gas business that are in Oman or Russia, mm-hmm. you know, all over the world, they just communicate via email. Yeah, they come to Houston like once a year, twice a year. Yeah. yeah. Don't It'll even see deal. their properties. They don't even mm-hmm. know what they look like. We take care of them. That's right. Yeah. Um, and you, you mentioned the book, Traction. Any other books that come to mind that you recommend? Yeah, I just got through a Shoe Dog. That was a good one. Phil Knight, the guy who started uh, Nike. Yep. Fantastic book. Okay. And I'm reading, uh, what's the name of that one? Can't Hurt Me, David Goggins. He's a Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL. Okay. And uh, he was the guy. You remember that fellow wrote that book, uh, Living with a Seal? You ever hear about that book? Uh, he was a, yeah. a, I don't remember the guy's name, but he ran a big company. And right. his wife invented Spanx. Okay. She was a CEO. So he's this real wealthy guy, and he brought this SEAL into torturing. That was <laughs> David Goggins. So he's he was a really neat story. He was, you know, 300 pounds and just almost suicidal and now he's got the world record pull-ups in the 24-hour period wow you know and he's very he's just very he's highly motivated right I mean, he's just it's a great cinderella story yeah i I enjoyed it yeah i like those autobiographies like the phil knights and those guys i mean phil knight's book was fantastic yeah Yeah. traction is fantastic right yeah Yeah, i recently read uh, one book by uh, sam zell uh it's like am i being too subtle uh, I hadn't tried that one. Yeah, I've I got know. a long list that's still waiting. Yeah, so uh, that's a good book to read. Uh, I, he's a, a, a character too, and uh, yeah. he has some good stories in there. Uh, your favorite Houston restaurant? Well, I kind of have two. Leela's is my dive restaurant. It's a little Mexican joint that just you look like you don't want to eat in there. It's so <laughs> not not. You know, the atmosphere is not what you're looking for. It's good food. So right. that's our breakfast place. And then probably Killing Steakhouse down in Pearland. Fantastic yeah. steakhouse. No, that's definitely uh, worth a trip. Yeah. yeah. It's close to me, so I live down that way. So There you go. Even better. I have my own waiter, so <laughs> Jason will be there usually. Hey, that's, that's the way you know. You kind of, you know, you really like the place and they treat you like a VIP. That's right. So. Uh, what's <clears> one thing... Under hundred bucks, that reason somebody gave to you, or you bought recently online, or stocking stuff that really make it made a difference. Under a hundred bucks, 
You know, it was probably um, Audible subscription. I'll tell you what. I, I thought you might ask what 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 you bought or what you got. Right. I didn't know you were going to give me the under hundred bucks. So <laughs> I threw you a curveball there. Yeah, that's but, a good one. Uh, yeah, probably yeah. Audible because totally I've really been it. able to spend a lot of time that's wasted in the via, in my vehicles, mm-hmm. driving, commuting, and actually get something out of it. You know, I'm able to learn something on the way to the office versus, you know, try to text or email and drive and kill somebody. Yeah. Which you don't want to do. No. So, um, better, better than listening to sports so radio. So I just, yeah, I mean. I mean, now there's so much content out there. You can, you can get so much, yeah. you can get so much information by, you know, I'm 30, 40 minutes each way, sometimes longer. So, you know, I can, I'll get a book done every week at least. Right. You know, so. That's great. And I put them on about one and a half speed too. So, <laughs> unless they sound like Mickey Mouse, I'm I'm speeding them up. So right, that's the trick. Um, okay, go back to your original question. What's the one thing you bought? No price limit that kind of made a difference. If you don't have an answer, that's fine. We, I, yeah. My partners and I built a bay house. Oh, okay. And um, you know we keep it in the company's name, and we did it about ten years ago, and it sold too fast. Mm. So we, our idea was to build it ourselves, save money on the build, and then uh, sell it. Well, it sold right away, so we didn't get to use it. Now we're able to use this one, so we're we're going to wait two years to put it on the market. And it's nice to just be able to go down there and sit there and watch the watch the ocean and do nothing. Yeah, um, thirty five minutes from the house, so it's not far. Right, I get there real easily, and uh, I'm probably going out there Thursday just to just to throw something on the barbecue and. Yeah. Catch a fish or two. We got our own, you know, we got our own boat launch there, you know, boathouse mm. and all that. So it's on the, it's in a canal neighborhood. Right. Love it. So I think that's probably something we've kind of spoiled ourselves with. Nice. Is uh, the Bay House. We're able to use it for employee, you know, awards and such. Yeah. They, they do a great job. They get a free weekend or something like that. So. Yeah, oh, that's great. Pretty good. Yeah. Definitely, um, yeah, something to look forward to and, you know. Yeah. You got to enjoy life for it. Mm-hmm. Not just uh, keep going, going, but, you know. Same, you know, wake up, go to work, go home, watch TV, go to bed. That's not what you need to do. Because <laughs> it's easy to get into a rut. Yeah. I mean, that's, people must experience burnout, too. I mean, investors, too. I oh, mean, yeah. they, they go too fast and they just, you know, whether family or health or, you know, your jobs and you lose track of things and you start, next thing you know, you're just all burned out. You're like, why did I even bother doing this? So it's always good to keep your mind sharp and uh, yep. keep focused on the big picture. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's nice. We'll, we'll take some of our leadership out there and, you know, do kind of a, you know, an annual and a quarterly planning meeting and we don't have the phones ringing, somebody leaning in going, you got a minute, <laughs> you know, so right. we can actually focus for a whole day and, you know, just get stuff done and plan. It's, it's nice to be able to get away and not have to rent a hotel or something. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so how do people find out more about Renters Warehouse and find out more about you? Renterswarehouse.com. And just, they're going to ask you where, you, where are you? Verify you're in Houston. Yes, I am, and it'll be there. Uh, come out Wednesday, the Republic Country Club. It's right. West Airport and 59 South in Stafford, 11110 West Airport, just right off of 59. Doesn't cost anything to come. If you're not on our list, email me or Mark. I'm rich at renterswarehouse.com. Email me and we'll put you on the email list so you'll get the invites. It says must RSVP to attend, but if you show up, we'll let you RSVP at the door, son. 
not the end of the world. I can I can attest to that. I showed up a couple of times on unverified, unreserved. <laughs> yeah, so, we get a list after the event. Yeah, RSVP showed up or didn't RSVP. RSVP and didn't show up. You yeah, know? so we you know we track all that. So good, good. Thank you so much for your time, Rich. Appreciate I enjoyed it. it. Thank you. Thanks okay. for having me. Thanks again to Rich for coming on to the show. I highly recommend checking out the Renters Warehouse website for more information on their property management services. He has a ton of frequently asked questions and best practices for property owners. More importantly, attend one of their monthly networking events. The guest speakers are fantastic. You get to meet all kinds of people in the real estate industry that can help you source deals, finance, rehabs, and everything in between. Plus, it's completely free. So definitely go check them out. Thanks to bandsound.com for providing the music. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave us a rating and review. Thank you so much and see you on the next episode.